0: hear a lot about artificial intelligence these days. And in fact, most of us probably have been exposed to it, especially if you are using social media. Uh, A lot of these big social media companies now are increasingly implementing AI in their system for better efficiency. And now it is at the phase of uh, AI actually giving value judgments on the appropriateness of somebody who is posting something online so to hear more about how artificial intelligence is used in social media and the prospects for future developments of this technology we're pleased to be joined by dr cornelius kalenzi at KAIST korea policy center for the fourth industrial revolution hello
1: hello henry thank you so much for hosting me on your show
0: Dr. Kalenzi, thank you so much for uh, joining us. So uh, what we're talking about here, and I've uh, noticed that uh, Instagram was one of the uh, sort of uh, uh, leaders that were getting a lot of press regarding this, about artificial intelligence being utilized to... uh, Discern whether a posting contained kind of elements of hate speech or um, harmful content, and figure out those posts, uh, and even even maybe try to track uh, more vulnerable users about maybe alluding to uh, very extreme acts like suicide uh, and etc. Could you walk us through how this works? How this is all possible?
1: You know, Andrew, this is a very important question, and it's touching on uh, some two key social heels that is affecting us today. Uh, the first one you did mention hate comments, And uh, in, in the case of South Korea, for example, we are seeing cases where people are driven to the second issue mentioned of vulnerable people committing, for example, unfortunately committing suicide because somebody made uh, a bad comment on them through cyberbullying. Mm-hmm. So, I think this conversation is extremely important, and to see how AI can be part of uh, the solution to save lives. so how does it work yeah. um, how does it work uh, that's a very good question uh, so let's say uh, for example, we have uh, a social media company or an organization in in Korea that is interested in uh, fixing this problem of AI how it can be used in uh, this uh, this problem. So we need to understand five steps. The first one is uh, experts basically go through data collection. We collect data depending on the question we want to answer. For example, who is at the risk of uh, hate hate speech? Who is at the risk of suicide? We can collect this data from a number of sources, uh, from Instagram, from Twitter data, or oh, we can also see people that are at risk of suicide based on uh, their job status. Mm. And then the second stage is we do uh, data preparation and cleaning. Uh, and the, in this stage, is basically making data ready for analysis. And in this stage, we divide the data into two data sets. So we use the first data set in the third stage, which is using an algorithm on the data to create a model. So in very simple language, here a computer basically mixes and shuffles different factors or indicators or risk factors to identify somebody who, uh, who is at risk of maybe suicide or somebody who is posting negative things on, on the internet. Uh, so based on this, we create a model. Mm-hmm. In simple language, that's a formula uh... that has a particular number and if somebody passes that number or if somebody reaches that number then we can flag that person either has somebody who has uh, posted something that is hate speech or somebody who is at risk of suicide and then the fourth stage is testing the model so we use the other part of the data that we didn't use in running the model to basically see how good the model is at predicting people who have either been um, uh, posting bad things or people who are at risk of suicide. And then finally, we deploy this model. So basically, Facebook has, Facebook has employed this model in their uh, system. Instagram is using this, um, okay. uh, this model. But also, uh, companies can uh, adopt, for example, in Korea, organizations can adopt similar models uh, to sort of uh, assess which people are at risk of suicide and how we can help them and prevent it.
0: Now, we generally think of uh, AI having some limitations. Uh, maybe they're not able to kind of distinguish all the the nuances, but uh, we see that they are pretty accurate in uh, kind of recognizing sort of the visual, the stark kind of contrast of things. Uh, according to Facebook, uh, you mentioned Facebook, the uh, artificial intelligence uh, they use can uh, figure out the context by analyzing posts and comments on them, uh, but it also has some help from, uh, from humans as well. H- how far are we able to See then um, the uh, ability of AI to to make these kind of value judgments.
1: Yeah, I, I saw I saw the message from Facebook as well. But uh, it's true that the AI is very good at identifying patterns uh, patterns from data and being able to help us make faster and better decisions. Uh, whether it's flagging of criminals, detecting hate speech, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the AI has a very big problem, uh, which we human beings are good at. And that is understanding contexts. We understand contexts much, much better than the AI. Mm. And uh, I agree with a lot of experts that the AI has a long way to truly have that level of ability that we humans have. And so for now, uh, uh, like in Facebook, we have to have a human in the loop or have somebody Uh, human beings make the final decision, whether that is flagging of somebody who is uh, uh, posting uh, bad comments. We see this on Facebook, for example. Facebook uses users uh, to tell them which post is not appropriate. Uh, We also need, the same way we need AI, we need users to be able to again make a value judgment on somebody who is at risk of of, uh, suicide because AI can give us a number, but it's good at identifying the number or drawing partners from the picture that is seen, but it's not good at understanding the very, very specific context like we humans have. And so it has a long way. So perhaps it's going to be the next frontier in AI development.
0: Well, uh, hopefully, but um, are there any side effects uh, to using uh, machine learning in social media, Uh, can there be, because there's been talk about, well, humans create these algorithms, humans create machine learning programs, that uh, there is an inherent bias uh, with uh, just how the AI learns from the given data pool, and maybe it affects how it it, uh, functions in a social media setting.
1: So um, earlier, we did mention, for example, the issue of uh, people that are vulnerable, and they unfortunately end up their lives, and yeah. it's a very big problem uh, across the world, especially here in uh, uh, the country that I love so much. So uh, let's just give an example uh, of, of that. So we have, uh, A has a big issue with the uh, bias data. So if we imagine that we build a model to predict people at risk, vulnerable people at risk using data from Twitter from the U.S., and then that model is Uh, that AI is implemented in the Korean context. It's very possible that that model will not be able to flag of people who are vulnerable in the Korean context. Mm -hmm. And the very simple reason for that is because uh, the risk factors that we identify with the people in the U.S., for example, veterans, for example, people that are on drugs, are not the same factors uh, that push people to become vulnerable in Korea, for example, stress, pressure, or uh, uh, these kind of issues. So the model has to have very, uh, we need to really understand where the data is coming from because the model is as good, the AI is as good as the data that you use in it. If you use wrong data, it's gonna give you wrong results and that has very, very, very big implications uh, on the outcomes.
0: Yeah, and certainly, uh, as you say, uh, these uh, big implications are something that we can't necessarily address in our uh, short 10-minute interview. Uh, Unfortunately, uh, we did run out of time, uh, Dr. Colenzi, but I do hope that we can invite you again to talk about uh, uh, these issues in further detail. I also understand uh, uh, as an expert in blockchain, uh, there are some interesting topics we can explore uh, uh, towards that front as well. So we hope to invite you back again soon. Thank you very much, sir.
1: That will be very nice. Thank you so much, Henry, for, have, for having me on your show. I really appreciate it.
0: Thank you. That was Dr. Clo- Co- Cornelius Calenzi at uh, KAIST Korea Policy Center for the Fourth Industrial Revolution. We're going to come back in the second hour after another check of weather and traffic.